0: Welcome to the Local Government Bulletin Podcast Series of the Dalla Oma Institute at the University of the Western Cape. Here you can listen to short articles on local government law and policy. We aim to assist practitioners and deepen debate on local governance and service delivery. We hope you enjoy this podcast. They came with a quantum full of soldiers. So they started beating them up. And they asked, what for? Because you didn't find out on the street grouping and drinking. You find us inside eating food. They said, just go inside the house. Yes, I did find inside the house. And then I locked my door. And then that's when they pushed in. I realized around nine Korsar vs Minister of Defence, Municipalities Warned on Enforcing the Lockdown by Jenica Bierkus. The COVID-19 pandemic has emphasised the importance of local government. Apart from delivering essential services and helping to mitigate the adverse impact of the lockdown on livelihoods, municipalities also play a crucial role in enforcing the lockdown regulations through their law enforcement and, where applicable, municipal police services. During the lockdown period, law enforcement and Metropolitan Police Departments have been cooperating with the South African Police Services and the South African National Defence Force to enforce lockdown regulations. The recent judgement of CORSA and others versus Minister of Defence and Military Veterans and others binds the the Metropolitan Police Departments of Municipalities insofar as as it applies to the South African Police Services as the Metropolitan Police Departments are established under Section 64A of the South African Police Service Act 68 of 1995. The judgment also serves as a warning to Metropolitan Police Departments and law enforcement officials to realize the limits of their authority and to safeguard citizens' rights when policing lockdown regulations. This article discusses how the order made by the court in respect of the South African Police Service and the South African Defence Force serves as a warning to law enforcement officials and Metropolitan Police Departments. The heavy handedness of lockdown enforcement. Since the commencement of the lockdown, there has been a spike in the number of complaints of the security forces' heavy handedness in enforcing the lockdown regulations. As it may 4th of May 2020, 38 complaints were reported against the security forces, and they range from murder, assault, and rape. Consequently, the heavy-handedness of the South African police services and the South African defense force during the lockdown has attracted the attention of the United Nations Human Rights Office, which states that South Africa has created a toxic lockdown culture through heavy-handedness and aggressive implementation by law enforcement. In the Corsair judgment, the court dealt with some of the abuses and transgressions that were committed by some members of the South African Defence Force and the Municipal Police during the lockdown. Brief summary of the Corsair judgment. In this case, Mr. Corsair was accused by some members of the South African Defence Force of having violated the lockdown regulations. The SANDF members, in an attempt to prove a point, assaulted Mr. Corsa and damaged his property in the process while this assault and destruction of property was going on some officers of the Johannesburg Police Metropolitan Department were present. They failed to stop the SENDF members from carrying out these unlawful acts. Three hours after the SENDF and JPMD officers left the premises, Mr. Corsa succumbed to his injuries and died in his home the court in finding that the conduct of the SENDF and the JPMD officials was unlawful made the following order. The right to dignity, the right to life, the right to be free from torture and the right not to be treated or punished in a cruel, inhumane or degrading way are non-derogable rights during a state of emergency. The SENDF The SAPS and the MPDs must act and instruct their members to act in accordance with domestic and international law. The SANDF, the SAPS and the MPDs may only use minimum force that is reasonable to perform an official duty. The relevant authorities must place all SANDF and JPMD members that were present at or adjacent to Mr. Koza's home on precautionary suspension. The relevant authorities must develop a code of conduct and operational procedures regulating the conduct of the SENDF, the SAPS and MPDs in giving effect to the declaration of the state of emergency and to make it widely available in newspapers and social media. And finally, the relevant authorities must establish a mechanism for civilians to report allegations of torture or cruel, inhuman or degrading punishment or treatment by the SANDF. SAPS or any MPD for the duration of the state of disaster. What happens to the implicated JMPD officers? The court stated that the relevant JMPD officers had a legal duty to intervene by stopping the excessive use of force, which was unlawful in the circumstances. The court ordered that these JPMD officers be placed on precautionary suspension Pending an investigation into the charges of misconduct against them. Since the judgment was handed down, the JMPD has undertaken to immediately commence with suspension proceedings against the implicated officers and to institute an investigation into their conduct. The investigation was expected to be finalized on Tuesday, the 20th of May 2020. This order of the court warns law enforcement officials and other MPD officers that any failure on their part to intervene when illegal acts are being committed by any of the security forces and to report such conduct to the appropriate chains of command will expose them to criminal, civil, or disciplinary actions. There are non-derogable rights even during a national state of disaster or a state of emergency. The Corsair Judgment also sends a message to municipalities to ensure that their security officers do not violate any of the non-derogable rights even during a state of emergency, where the conduct of law enforcement and MPD officials results in a violation of any of these rights during the lockdown or state of disaster, such conduct will be unlawful and both the municipality and the official will attract civil liability and in certain cases criminal liability. The use of minimum or deadly force is only permissible under limited circumstances when issuing the judgment justice Fabricius noted a number of complaints where members of the public alleged that they or someone else have been assaulted shot or even murdered by some members of the jpmd during the first 10 days after april of april 2020 see paragraph 18 of the judgment like saps and sandf members law enforcement officers and MPD officials are only authorized to use force under strict circumstances. In this case, the court held that generally, SAPS and SANDF should refrain from using force. However, force may be used when an official wants to secure an arrest. Even in such instances, they are only permitted to use minimum force, defined as the use of force that is reasonably necessary and proportional. Deadly force will only be justifiable when there is a threat to life. Publish a code of conduct and operational procedures. The court reasoned that the fact that the mentioned brutality had taken place suggested that there were members who do not know their obligations. It could be that some members of the security forces are unaware of their obligations as a result of the extraordinary circumstances of the lockdown and the joint operations of the security forces. The court remarked that the current code of conduct of SAPS is insufficient for joint operations with the SANDF. For example, the code of conduct of SAPS cannot guide SAPS on how to interact with SANDF members of different ranks, how to guide or restrain them during police exercises, searches, arrests, etc. There is thus a need for a proper code of conduct that aimed specifically at providing the security forces with guidance on these aspects. Therefore, the court ordered that the Minister of Defense and the Minister of Police must in accordance with Section 19 of the Defense Act adopt a code of conduct and operational procedures for the SANDF service in cooperation with SAPS and MPDs during the lockdown. In the context of municipalities, the code of conduct which was ordered by the court will bring greater awareness to MPD officials of when their conduct may be unlawful. The court ordered that this code may be published widely and the channels to report any violations must be communicated to citizens. In this way, the court's Judgment now provides citizens with a mechanism to report misconduct of security forces, including MPDs and municipalities. The code of Conduct, which has since been adopted, will not apply to municipal law enforcement officials. However, it should be noted that law enforcement officials are also in joint operation with SANDF, SAPS, and MPDs during the lockdown. Therefore, to prevent any similar future violations, there may be a need for municipalities to develop a code of conduct for their law enforcement officials so that they are also guided accordingly. It is suggested that such a code should not stray too far from the provisions of the code of conduct that has been established for SANDF, SAPS, and MPDs. This is necessary to ensure that there are uniform standards of behavior that are expected of any of the security forces in operation during the lockdown. In addition, a similar reporting mechanism should be established for citizens to report any misconduct of law enforcement officials. Leaders should watch what they say. The COSA judgment also makes it clear that leaders need to watch their tone and must communicate responsibly, the court held that the Minister of Defence's instruction to, open quote, skop, skit and donor when necessary to do so, close quote, was to provide soldiers with powers of punishment which they did not have. Local government leaders have also been found wanting in this respect. The now suspended Mayor Nkosinyani Spillman of the Machabeng local municipality endorsed the lockdown brutality on the 8th of April 2020 when he informed SANDF members not to open quote hesitate to scop and donor close quote when they enforce the lockdown regulations. Therefore, municipal leaders such as the councillors, the mayor, the municipal managers, senior managers, and the chief executive officer or executive head of the municipality's police service should have regard to the Constitution and other legislative provisions which bind them when they make statements. This is important because the tone that leaders set at the top is impacting on how the regulations are being enforced on the ground. Training of law enforcement and MPD officials on the use of minimum force. Further training on the use of minimum force may be required given the peculiar conditions of the lockdown or national state of disaster. The court made it clear that where police training confines itself to when a firearm is to be used or not is wholly and totally insufficient. In this context of the lockdown, therefore additional training may be may be required to inform officials of what qualifies as a minimum or deadly force and which circumstances warrant the use of such force further training in many other areas, such as professional ethics, may also be useful to promote respect for human rights and values by members of the security forces. Concluding remarks, the core judgment symbolizes a turning point in the way lockdown regulations are being enforced. The judgment restores the fundamental principle that the proper functioning and training of SANDF, SAPS, MPDs, and law enforcement officials is crucial to enhance the promotion and protection of human rights. The judgment is warning to local government, MPDs, and law enforcement officials to enforce the lockdown regulations subject to the constitution and with due regard to the fundamental rights of every person or expose themselves to civil criminal or, crim or disciplinary sanctions. The judgment provides a number of warnings to municipalities and their security forces, namely 1. Law enforcement and MPDs must refrain from committing police brutality by using either no or minimum force. two. MPDs and law enforcement officials have a legal duty to intervene in and report cases of police brutality. 3. The code of conduct that was ordered by the court will only bind MPDs and not law enforcement officials. Therefore, municipalities are advised to formulate a similar code of conduct for law enforcement officials to guide them in their joint operations with the SANDF, SAPS, and municipal police departments. Municipal leaders, number four, must set the tone that the lockdown regulations should be enforced in a lawful manner. These measures will contribute significantly to changing the toxic lockdown culture that has been created by the heavy handedness of the security forces witnessed thus far. By Jenica Vieques, research assistant and doctoral researcher. Thanks for listening. If you found it useful, please share this podcast via your social media. The Local Government Bulletin is supported by the Hans Seidel Foundation and the Bavarian State Chancellery. We are proud to contribute to the debate on local governance and service delivery.